Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, and I'm a sad host today because I get to see two teams well above the rest, two teams challenging on all fronts, two teams who I feel will be in the Champions League final, but luckily I'm not suffering alone. I do have in studio with me, as always, Joshua Gaylord, as well as Chadley Nagel, who makes his return. Gents, good to have you here. Good to be here. Everything you said was true until... Uh Liverpool face Chelsea in the FA Cup final. At least they won't win a quadruple. I'm <laughs> confident. I know when you said both the guys on the podcast are suffering, <laughs> I didn't feel like I am, except mm-hmm. as an Arsenal fan, no. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm so excited for Liverpool and Man City are just the team or the teams that mm-hmm. seem unstoppable right now. It's, it's a weird one. I don't know how you feel, Chad, uh, Josh, as well. When Arsenal are playing at the same time as Liverpool or Manchester City, you almost have the option of good football or your team playing. Well, that's just how I feel because sometimes Arsenal have like sort of like played out to stink a fixture or maybe Chelsea have. Chelsea, in fact, haven't looked as easy on the players as they were early on in the season. So maybe you feel the same way. But when you watch Liverpool and Manchester City now, you see why the two teams are so well above the rest. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they they both have unique styles that actually co- coincidentally like clash against one another a little bit. Mm. You know, that high line gets to be pre- uh, uh, that normally presses other teams. Um, Man City play well out from the back in that mm. regard, and they can get past City on occasion with that. Um, so both both teams bring a, a unique set of style to the <coughs> game that's excellent to watch. I mean, but I, I don't, as you mentioned in the beginning of your statements, I don't even consider watching Liverpool not even Arsenal second playing, not even it. second guessing. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I think uh, these two teams have definitely been the best teams in the Premier In no, not just the Premier League, probably in Europe this mm. season. Um, I think um, we all expected Man City to be this uh, unstoppable force that they are. It's just continuity every season. They just... Um, they always, you know, there's always talk of a quadruple or a treble at least when City are involved every season. Mm-hmm. I think we had our question marks more about Liverpool because mm-hmm. of the, the, the season they had last season. They had a couple mm-hmm. of injuries to some key players and I think we kind of um, looked past that and we just looked at their form instead of probably being um, more um, understanding towards the fact that when you lose key players certain key players then you know it's always going to be difficult to chase especially team like Manchester City I think Chelsea just to add Chelsea in the picture is like kind of Liverpool last season yeah. uh, because uh, I do believe that we have a squad capable we have a manager capable but I think injuries to key players you only know it when it, when it happens to your team I guess mm. so uh, yeah these two teams have been the best team the best teams in world football at yeah. the moment, and to agree with you, they'll probably be in the Champions League final. Yeah, luckily there's no battle of the remotes this weekend because Liverpool started the day and then Manchester City ended well in terms of how Saturday's day is looking. Um, we'll start with the opening fixture of the Premier League weekend, Newcastle, who have looked exceptional. Eddie Howe, what he's done to this team is incredible. I know he's brought in Bruno Gomez, he's brought in Dan Byrne at the back, changed the system, um, got the players playing just the way they need to play. Put Joe Linton in centre, centre midfield, um, which for me is like 
something no one does, not even yeah. on FIFA. <laughs> so credit to him as well. But now they face sounds like a Mourinho move. Yeah, it does. It's a bit leggy, and you know. But yeah, now they face like <coughs> possibly the best team in the world, Josh. Yeah, I think Newcastle have been excellent, especially at home. I think there's mm. like eleven fixtures or eight fixtures or something along those lines, um, unbeaten at the moment. But like we've just been ranting and raving about Liverpool. I mean, they know how to break down a team. Mm. Um, I think, I think that Newcastle, they they show great uh, consistency in in keeping their lines rigid, keeping things tight at the back. I mean, not too long ago, one of the fixtures. I saw you just mentioned Dan Byrne who's been mm. excellent for Newcastle. One simple mistake and he was like beating himself up about it. I mean, Eddie Howe's got them in the right frame of mind. Yeah. Um, and then the tunes they have, the, the fan base that they have is massive. I mean, okay, it even boiled down over in South Africa. So I think I made a post not so long ago. As soon as Newcastle got <laughs> their new owners, some guy was on Super Sports. Um, yeah, the Newcastle, <laughs> the Newcastle and, and we all just joke about it and say, "Oh, you know." But it's already started. Lo and behold, it came across like out of so mm-hmm. much. It came that this guy's been supporting Newcastle for the longest of times, like maybe over ten years or something like that. So yeah, they have a great fan base. They're playing excellent football. They've got the backing. They've shown it this season that even they didn't spend ridiculously like I thought. Like me personally, thought mm. they would. They spent um, it wisely. They spent it very wisely. Yeah. Uh, and then they've shown the form that they can. I think they'll be a lot more interesting in the next transfer window. But in terms of this fixture, I really can't see Liverpool dropping points here. Mm. Um, everything's on the line for them. Uh, they, they just, they've got, they've, they, for me, the questionable thing, like Chad said earlier, they've got um, lots of injuries last season. But at the same, t- uh, at the same time, they've brought in a couple of players that can fill. The, the system that Klopp has put oh. in at, at at Liverpool. I mean, they had to fill in with Minamino last season. This season, yeah. we haven't even heard of him, you know. Um, they've brought in some excellent players uh, and they're playing excellent football. I can't see them dropping points to Newcastle. I have to get on, in on uh, Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, I suppose a nice thing for Liverpool, I hate to use the word nice, but it, it does seem nice at this point. For Liverpool is that they've done what they needed to do against Villarreal in midweek. So they don't have that second leg of Champions League football to really, you know, focus on a sweat of sweats on Thursday. Thursday can just, I mean, Saturday can just be about Saturday and it's just Newcastle on their mind and it's so hard, like Josh said, to look past Liverpool. Well, um... Oh, there we go. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I don't want to sound silly, uh, but I uh, I actually can see Liverpool dropping points and, and, that's, and, and that's not... Anything on them because mm. they are well coached, professional, um, well class team. They've got the players, the best players in the world, the best, arguably the best coach in the world, definitely top two. Um, but I just think that Newcastle. The, the reason I say I can't, I, I, it's not a certainty that they are guaranteed to get maximum points here. Is just purely because of Newcastle and they've been fantastic. In fact, I think I, I read a stat saying in, in 2022, only, I think it was only Liverpool have collected more points than them. And, and, and it wasn't by much. Uh, so that could be overturned this weekend. Uh, New, Newcastle <laughs> have been excellent. They've been in, in good form. Uh, Bruno has been, mm. he has been uh, exceptional. What a talent. Uh, they're just a team with a lot of fight in them. It's not just the quality because they are, they have become a ball playing team. 
they mm. good they can pass they can but they can switch it up they can play untidy they can play uh, you know that ag- that uh, aggressive ruthless atletico like style of football and i just think eventually you know uh, liverpool have been playing at a high intensity it, it does eventually kick in you feel it you know if you if uh, like you know, especially this stage of the season, there's mm-hmm. especially coming to uh, St James's Park. I think if look Liverpool, like the, I'm not saying look if they win, nothing shocks me. It's like Liverpool, but I just think they have to be at their best. They need to bring their A game, and and I just think there's something there. There's, there could be a potential upset here. I I I don't want to be that bold and and just say Newcastle win, but I think a draw. So, Josh, this is what happens when you're without your co-panelist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> without Don, we just get some Liverpool slander. No, <laughs> Newcastle. I I agree with Chad. They and is I it even this said whole it myself, early kickoff thing that Donovan likes to feed us? It's, was maybe Chad buying into that? Too I, much? Think, I think Chad's definitely <laughs> nah, buying into that. I'm actually not for the early kickoff. <laughs> yeah, I think Chad's definitely buying into the early. Haven't kickoff had thing. lunch yet, and you know. <laughs> The mind isn't focused. But yeah, no, Newcastle, look, I get what Chad's saying. They have been impressive. They've impressed me. But it's just that the two teams, I feel like no matter how good the rest are, when those two teams are at it, then it's just a different ball game. And I, I forgot who I said this to, and sorry for not shouting out your name, but I did say Liverpool and Manchester City will win every game from now until the end of the season. And the only time they won't win a game is when they play each other with it. One has to lose in the Champions League final, or whether it's whatever tournament it is. But two teams, I can confidently say, will win every single game from now until the end of the season. Man City will even win in Madrid. I feel. Look, I think it's it's like I've heard some examples of when there's a, a heavyweight champion in the world. Sometimes you just have to accept the fact that mm. this team right now that, that guy's got a swing. You have to for for this period that you trained your whole life for, you mm. worked your hardest for, you just. You have to look at them and say, "Okay, that, that, I'm not getting that's over That's how them. we see it, and, and and I do understand that comment. And that's time, how we see yes, it. Yes, their time will come where they'll regress again. Mm. Uh, they, there's always a cycle, but right now they are in that kind of form where they you cannot touch them. It's, I, I don't like seeing it that way. Yeah. Uh, so I support another team. Yeah, but so that's then the, the conversation reality. extends to the team is ch- chasing the quadruple. Crazy, they've already got one trophy in their cabinets already this season. They've won mm. the Champions League. They've won the Premier League not so long ago. They've set boundaries never set before that 97 or 98 points was just crazy and so still finish second. So are we not seeing the best title race of Premier League history? That's a long yeah. long pause. Because yeah, <laughs> we don't want obvi- to admit. No, no, it's not even about, it's, it's not even about I, uh, not wanting to admit it. I mean, sure, do I like both of these clubs? No. But like, uh, credit, no. Where, credit where credit's due though. But I, 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 growing up, I remember the Arsenal-Man United battles. Uh, it was like you'd flick a coin who you'd think was going to win the league. Um, you'd, I, I remember Chelsea, Manchester United was that close. They were great. Uh, even the Man City, Man United. Uh, you know, it's it's just been. It, I, I don't think we're seeing something new yet. Well, uh, look, obviously, two two of those teams quadruple talk. That that that, that is an extreme. But I think this. If correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first season ever where we're even entertaining Liverpool quadruple talk. 
Yeah. Yeah, we, we normally yeah. laugh it down. Any and like, team, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, like Spencer team normally, yeah, they that comes. Some yeah, they don't but like, oh, yes, this, is, well. this is the first okay, time close. we've, this is the first time we ever acknowledge Liverpool even being in the hunt for quadruple. So for me, no, but definitely in the mix. Um, and, and, you know, just to go back on what you, what, what Josh said, I, I do think, I know we talking a lot about this game, but I really think, you know, like I, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, sometimes you have to just accept these guys. This is a power, powerhouse. You know, we just need to kind of play to our strengths here or like just make up for, uh, uh, make uh, where we can't match them in quality. Make up for hard work running around. I th- I just think Newcastle are fearless. They mm. don't respect teams mm. that they should, and this is why they've been they've shooted themselves back into the top half. Like we were saying a couple of months back, we were saying easy relegated. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so you know they have a lot of fight in them. They punch above their weight. I think if Liverpool come expecting just to take. Points like they were quite lucky against uh, uh, Everton, and you know, and and Newcastle are much better against. Uh, I think not- Everton put in a good, uh, like we said, a runaround performance. Like you just yeah. mentioned, now some teams go in and they they just do what they have to do to get through the ninety minutes. I think Everton kind of did that. Um, we joked with Don last week on the podcast about mm. being the most one-sided derby ever, yeah. and when we saw the stats after the fixture, uh, what was the possession? Like. Yeah. Was a new record for for yeah. the Premier League. <laughs> for I, most I, of the I actually believe they have more wins in the Premier League than uh, in the Champions League than Everton have wins in the yeah. league. Yeah, and Thiago got more passes than the whole team put together. So <laughs> that was a pretty one-sided derby, That's as such we a said. Thiago stat, yeah. <laughs> that is a pretty one-sided derby. Look, uh, you can't. I understand what you're saying, Chad. Like yeah. in every game you Hard go into, you passing. want to uh, have your identity. You don't want to just regress and say, "Okay, let's do what we can to beat this team." Only um, that's what I've liked about uh, Arteta this season with Arsenal. He hasn't gone into like when he went into the game with Liverpool. Yes, when I think when he went to the red card, you have to do what you have to do. Uh, but what some of the one of the fixtures he came out and he played. He started like Villarreal, mm. kind of tried to in the first half against Liverpool in the Champions League. They they tried to play out from the back. They tried to, but at at some points your confidence just shatters. Yeah. And that's what's happened when you play Liverpool and when you play Man City. And Liverpool just need that one, one, that one moment and, they, and yeah. then they capitalise on that and that's when they that run through true. the whole fixture. Like, yeah. you know, in midweek, Josh just refreshed my memory. When Liverpool, when it was deadlocked and no, no, I thought, you know, Villarreal got a chance here. Mm. And then the longer it dragged, I thought, okay, actually Villarreal could be playing Manchester City or Real Madrid in the final. Maybe it could get to that. I started, you know, thinking absurdly, but soon as Liverpool got that goal and it took a header from the opposing goalkeeper and soon as Jordan Henderson put the ball in the back of the net, Liverpool could have went on to win two, three, four, five. Every attack just yes. seemed like whatever Villarreal had planned that week had just gone out the window and that's when teams are so superior to you that you know it. I, I feel like Newcastle know it, that they can be as good as they can be, but Liverpool are just so far ahead that no matter what they do, it's just... As soon as Liverpool score, it's going to become two, yep. three. Well, look, four. I think that the fact that we've just discussed this for so long just What's shows like how, impressed, how, <laughs> I'm, I'm, how good Newcastle have been this season. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's talk about, I can't even say Liverpool's rival. It's just the other juggernauts. Manchester City, of course, they face Leeds in you know the end of the day on Saturday, ending off the month of April in I don't know. I think it's going to be fine fashion. I know they've got Real Madrid to look forward to as well, but Man City have the depth that will 
I just again it's so hard Best to even in the world. It's yeah. so hard to even like preview this game and try and hype it up because Manchester City if they don't win three or four, I'm I'm gutted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we saw Sound uh, like an Arsenal fan. Yeah. <laughs> we saw in, in we saw against um, Real Madrid, and I think okay, I just was, I, I mean, almost compared Real Madrid to Leeds. I almost compared Real Madrid to Leeds because they they still win for the game at the mm. end of the day. They still try to play their game, um, and I, like we know Leeds to be okay. Maybe under uh, 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 BLs it was more that way, and Chelsea is slightly different. Um, As with every Chelsea, <laughs> I think that's. They, Leeds might still try and go for the game. Um, and they have a little bit of quality. I mean, Rafinha still brings his A game whenever he's on the field. Um, but, again, it's it's Man City at the end of the day. Yeah. They they will, more than, more so than Liverpool do, they will know how to manage the game. It didn't show against Real Madrid. Yeah. I think they struggled to manage the game and we saw the frustration on Pep's face um, uh, and in his actions. I think that's, Maybe Man City, even if they do, well, they more than likely will rotate the squad here. Like we said, mm. the depth is just too much. They always replace the best with the best. I think we were talking in the office the other yeah. day. Uh, Gabriel Jesus just came out of nowhere. Yes. And well, I, begging he, for... He's calling yeah. uh, another club in London. We're <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, talking about Fan and Dino. Yes, so yeah. Fan and to... Obviously, they, they're not going to renew his contract. He's leaving soon. Mm. And then it was... Um, Declan Rice is the rumour at the moment. Mm. Um, and to... You're thinking, okay, they've got Rodri. Rodri. They don't Rodri need is this, colossal. They, they he's only got have the physicality. quality. Yes, he's squad. got the physicality. Yeah. He's got the ball playing uh, mindset. Um, he, you know, he's got everything. Yeah. And then you one want of the to best in his position De- in De- yes, football. Want to put Declan Rice, yeah. who, in my opinion, will, will sit on the bench. Um, and you're going to pay upwards of 100 million Should for him. Be everyone's so, <laughs> <laughs> so when you think of things like that, and it's coming up against Leeds, okay, yes, they kind of in a relegation battle. Um, I still see City running through them. Yeah, uh, three yeah. like you. Just I think they're three, very four, much five. in a relegation battle. Um, you know, I think they've missed Phillips and uh, Bamford this season, and I think this is probably why they've been so low. Uh, I do think they overachieved somewhat last season. Mm. Um, they, I think. Well, Bielsa was found out. I think every yeah, you've took, been quite vocal from the start. Actually. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I I, I get that. We, as football fanatics, we want to be entertained. We want uh, um, attack, 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 all-out attack football matches. We want to see that. Um, and Leeds do give you that. They oh. give you goals. But I just think they be, they they are naive at times. You know, it's too many, like they push too many forward. And it just, it's like, you know, for prof- for a professional club, for a it's professional reckless. team, it's just it's just really reckless and and, and it's just like oh, it's almost arrogance, so cockiness mm. of like 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 really giving it a go. In in uh, look, they are a good team uh, when they are on it. Uh, they can they can uh, cause upsets. This just isn't the one, <laughs> you know. Uh, this this is this should be a um, uh, uh, comfortable victory, a convincing. Uh, a convincing win for Man City. I just think they have so much quality. Um, just to talk about the Champions League game, I know it's a different podcast, but I don't think that tie is over. And uh, so I, I still think you know, with with you leading the, the the race, you know, you have to put out your strongest team. And I know they have quality in 
it, but I don't think I don't see them making too many too many changes. I just think they'll get the job done. They'll be rampant as mm. they always are, and three points, man. So you say leading the race. Sorry, Josh. You say leading <coughs> the race, but based on how you see Saturday going, Man City plays second, and they could play with the game in hand and still be the leaders of the Premier League. Yeah, I. <laughs> they don't think that one. <laughs> no, no, they they are the leaders, yeah. and they uh, for me. They Is it beneficial that Liverpool play first, and they can sort of? So Pep Guardiola's got no. more time with his lineup. Mares no. is a top goal scorer. Foden yeah. is applied to talent. De Bruyne needs to be wrapped in cotton wool for for next week midweek. But that's the thing. So I don't. Liverpool I think regardless. Points. I think regardless. I think they're going to look at. Obvi- obviously, I don't think they look at Liverpool. Let's just say that I get my wild prediction right and Liverpool drop points. Mm. I don't see Pep Guardiola is not that manager. I don't see them looking at that okay, and be like, okay, we can afford kind of a slip up, or we can. He'll want to No, he'll want to like stretch yes. the lead, extend it. So I, that for me, it's for that reason. Look, for, look, we can probably uh, we'll debate about this, but I think Man City win the league. I just think in in this position oh, no that one's they, debating. In, in this just <laughs> and, and, and Liverpool are fantastic, but I just think. Just because they're in this position with just a few games, they'll mm. never bottle it. They'll never throw it away. And I just think, regardless of Liverpool potentially dropping points this weekend, Man City will still look to extend that. Josh, you wanted to say something? Look, I think that, uh, just to add a little bit of what Chad said about Pep, I think he's got that, uh, we saw when I think the second goal, the third goal, or one, one of the goals for Real Madrid in the midweek, Peppers, uh, when when sorry rather when City missed one of the opportunities, mm. and that I think was to go three 0 up. I think it was. Yeah. He was furious, you know. So uh, uh, I think even with City playing second, uh, maybe feeling that bit of comfort there, he, for him, he doesn't want his players to feel comfort. Even if you leading by however many points they were in the beginning of the season, he would he'd still push. He'll still push, and even in a simple fixture, he still push the team through to their limits. Um, but. To say the same, or I just want to give Leeds a bit of a, not a chance, but not a bit no of hope. not no hope. Uh, yes, we know they go for goals and goals and goals, but when we saw them against Crystal Palace, okay, it wasn't the best of fixtures to mm. watch. Crystal Palace should have won that fixture as well. Mm. But they, they uh, like Chad said, they normally attack, attack, attack. They showed a They're bit of defensive, defensive mentality, uh, maybe trying to manage certain situations in games. Um, so... I think they have that a, b- a bit more in them now. Maybe Chessie's pushing, Marsh is putting that in them a bit more. Um, maybe they can grind out something with Man City in that regard and not 3 4 5 0, mm. but just a, a lose by 2 0, no, a comfortable loss. I like that headline Chessie Marsh pushing leads, Jesse Nagel pushing agendas. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sunday's all about the top four. We've got just about <coughs> enough time to discuss it. Um, Everton against Chelsea. Chad, quickly with this one, uh, Frank Lampard obviously welcomes his, what, you can't say former employees because you, you can, actually can. In fact, you, he welcomes the club where he became Frank Lampard. Um, I know there's obviously a home affair somewhere in London. <laughs> but this is where, you know, he became who he is and now he gets to host yeah, it's Chelsea. it's the club he manages against his club. Um, I think it's... Uh, nice. There's your headline there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just think um, Everton, you know, it's easy to look at form. 
Um, okay. It's easy to look at position and standings uh, on the log, and we can say, look, Everton in the bottom three, surely Chelsea are third in the league table. Surely this should be Everton Chelsea should a, make quite easy a good record, pickings. don't they, against Chelsea? Um, they, they they've had some positive results, yeah. uh, mainly at Goodison Park. I think Lampard will certainly. Um, I, I don't think he has any ill feelings towards Chelsea, but I mm. think he'll certainly want to have a point to prove against them just to make them think, about, you know, like, um, well, I think the, everyone knows that Chelsea made the right decision of, because of Thomas Tuchel, but I think he'll, he will still want to show something like, you know, mm. uh, and, and I think everyone has that playing against, I think about just myself even playing, football against teams that are played against you you're just always extra motivated you yeah. just you just you feel like you know the team well enough to 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 not make as many mistakes uh, to be well prepared um you know their strengths you know their weaknesses and i just think i i, I mean I'd, I'd love to be wrong here but i think um sorry i know you said quickly i just think everton probably um, this is another potential upset of the weekend. I mm. think Everton, I mean, if you, I, I wouldn't say put everything on it, but like if you want to take a, a, just like a, a, a treble to just like a value treble, I, I just think um, Everton. Chelsea do look like they're rotating. The they're very, yeah, they, they, they're very, yeah, they're very put it from now until the Very inconsistent. Yeah. And I think we'll see the Chelsea in the, if the, the Chelsea we know and expect them to be like we've seen against them, uh, with them against every Liverpool fixture will be again in the FA Cup final. But I'll back Everton, yeah. A bit controversial, Josh. Um, Mason Mount, would you start him if you were Thomas Tuchel? Of course, Frank Lampard, um, you know, took him to Derby, gave him his career at Chelsea, made him somewhat the player he is today. Now, it's always tricky in situations like this because when you come up against a coach who's done everything for you and, you know, basically birthed him as a... A footballer, it's it's crazy because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a bit extreme. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy Dramatic because much. as as Thomas Tuchel, I'm thinking I'll give another player a go in that position. I know Mason Mount has been my top scorer for Chelsea, probably player of the year for them as well. I'd still I'd give someone else a go just in this just in this fixture because of the emotion. I don't see anyone filling that spot at the moment for for Chelsea. I think Captain America scored last week. I mean, <laughs> I think I think Chel, uh, yeah, he, I think uh, Pulisic works better off the bench, in my opinion. Mm. He needs a moment to like prove himself for a good couple twenty minutes to prove himself, and then he he gets the job done. Um, but no, I think start I think Mount, Mount starts. Mm-hmm. I think Tuchel starts Mount as well. Uh, not just my opinion. I think he does as well. Mm. Um, at the same time, I think Mount is there. He's, he he wants to also like say, hey, Dad. I did it, you know. Uh, yeah. Even though it might relegate Everton, you might you might want to say that's the thing you wouldn't want. To. I feel like I don't know. It's just <laughs> no. You you playing for your club. You want your like Chad just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any kind of tie with another club. Yes, he might not celebrate the way that yeah. he wants to, um, or or rather he will celebrate respectfully. Yeah. Um, because I think he can get on the score sheets as well. I think the front yeah, line... Yeah, he plays, he scores, I feel. Yes, I think the front line... Uh, the front three is going to be the same every week for me until the yeah. end of the season. <laughs> um, the front line, obviously, Chelsea have had their chopping and changing with a bit of an issue, but 
I Mount Vernon Mount Vernon Harvard's up front is, is the way to go I think and Mount Lukaku, is the goal former club what's going no, on here that, 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 Lukaku won't play against Man United and Lukaku won't play against Everton yeah. it's just the way that it is I wonder if um, he's still the record goal scorer actually he is yeah. Everton oh. Everton's yeah, record goal scorer yes yeah I think that Everton do score in this game. I think that mm. uh, Chelsea do score in this game. About it's about, I think it's 85 cents or so. Mm. It's a, that's, that's my play for Very this week's trip. fancy. Um, this is a podcast about football, not fencing. Josh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, now let's, let's obviously throw something on the table. The race for the top four, of course. Spurs kick off. Um, against Leicester at the same time as the Chelsea game, so we know where our attention's at. Um, and then later, of course, West Ham entertain Arsenal in, in the London derby. Of course, they've got the whole mix-up with Conference League or Europa League or one of the Thursday tournaments that take place. I don't even keep track anymore. Um, they have that to juggle with as well as the top four days. So we saw West Ham last week tinker with their lineup and obviously holding on f- for a certain amount of time, mm. but then obviously letting their... their Stalemate slipped to, to a 1-0 defeat against Chelsea. And then Leicester, sort of impressing. They've also got the whole Thursday, um, whatever league it is, Europa or Conference or Men's Conference. whatever the they att- tournaments are picking up. <laughs> whatever they're attending on a Thursday is obviously now taken into consideration because they don't have much to play for in the league. So double headers, buzz against Leicester, as well as West Ham against Arsenal. Okay, firstly, Tottenham. I think... Um Against Leicester, Leicester have a chance. I think with Vardy back, um, they, there's, they can always, afford to rotate now. They can afford to rotate. Patson Duck is not a slouch himself. He's mm. quick. He has so a good eye for goal. Vardy, Sunday. Either or, really. <laughs> um, I think Tottenham, have, we saw them against um, Brentford. They were supposed to lose that game. Uh, I think Ivan Tony was unlucky hitting the ball late in the fixture. And there were other chances that Brentford have they've managed to create as well. Um, I think even in the previous fixture that Tottenham had, uh, when they faced a team that were playing a bit more of a possession-based game, mm. Brighton did it well. Obviously, we know how Brentford played. They did it well. When it comes to Leicester, I'm not, I'm not too sure. They really upset me in their reverse fixture. What was it, like three minutes? They ended up losing the game. Yeah, Bergwijn. I mean, come on. Bergwijn at the death. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think both of these teams have that, that thing where they can just slip up in a fic- they can look excellent till one point mm. and they can quickly just like slip up or, or lose the game within a flash, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I can't really pick a winner here. I think it will probably be a draw. Um, between Leicester and Between Tottenham. Leicester and Tottenham, yes. Uh, the, the, the deciding game for top four, it's somehow, it's just like written in the stars. It's, you, it's for that's that. That's the thing. You think it will get to that because if Leicester managed to get something yes. against Tottenham and Arsenal win against Spurs. Spurs then play Liverpool, which I'm cons- I, like I yes, said at the top of this podcast, Liverpool three. will win all their games, um, being uh, Tottenham. So I feel if Tottenham do not win this weekend and Arsenal do, that's Champions League spot. You can you put s- us in the ball and get Manish or um, you one see of why the... I say that. <laughs> <laughs> why I say it, it still comes down to that Arsenal versus Tottenham fixture. Arsenal have a tendency to also slip up. Mm. We saw the, the previous three... Okay, not we looked Palace excellent against United. We looked excellent against uh, Chelsea. But those other fixtures, the mm. previous three games, when you favourites, it yeah. just doesn't seem to work out, you know? Mm. Um, so they also have that tendency. 
that's why we'll touch on Arsenal a bit more. I'd really like to hear uh, Chad's idea of Tottenham and yeah, well, and Leicester. Um, I, I'm probably going to upset you Arsenal supporters here, but I, I really don't see Tottenham dropping points. I, I think I'd honestly love them to because I don't like Spurs at all, but I can't see it happening. I think if this game was at the King Power, then I'd be like, I'd say Fox's double chance or something. I just think Antonio Conte at home, like, you know, you'll drive the crowd like he always does, get them hyped up. The players will be fired up. They know uh, Arsenal's uh, uh, well, sure. Arsenal's above them, actually. Mm. Um, they'll know that they can't afford any more slip-ups. And, you know, they're going to want to play maximum points. I think they do. I think they do it quite comfortably, actually. Yeah, that's... I think I was saying this a couple of weeks ago when Patrick Vieira did what he did to Arsenal with Crystal Palaces, that Patrick Vieira, in a way, did Arsenal a favour. Yes, he smacked us around like a... He shouldn't be smacking 12-year-olds, I almost said that. But... Um, <laughs> Depends what type of school you're in. No, um, so Patrick Vieira slapped Arsenal around like, you know, like something. Like and it was reform school. Was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he did that and, you know, it, it didn't seem, it was very unkindly at first, but then when you start to look at it and try to dig up positives from a negative situation, it, you realise that Tottenham are not good leaders. Tottenham are good chasers and that's that's the thing with you know Liverpool when they went ahead um, early on in the season or whenever it was where it was a three horse race between Chelsea was still in the mix and Chelsea were leading the way for a while and then Liverpool sort of you know rubbed shoulders with them at the top City are good chasers and City are good leaders City can play first or they can play last mm. it doesn't really depend on that so Tottenham for them they need to chase something and the fact that they're playing first now I do know that Arsenal are currently ahead of them, but it's just that unknown that no matter what we do, if Arsenal win just now, they still go above us. And that's where I feel like you know some nerves could creep in. And Leicester are fearless. I, I think the way we spoke about Newcastle earlier is also what we have to do to Leicester, not because mm. I'm pushing any agendas, but it's, it's very similar in a way because the fight and tenacity that they show is very Fox-like. And you can see that Brendan Rodgers can leave today and Eddie Howe can replace him and nothing will change. It's it's that same young sort of tactic that, I don't know, it's just such a similar brand of football. If Spurs were playing Newcastle now, I don't know where I'm getting the Newcastle reference from, but if Spurs were playing Newcastle now, I'd back Newcastle. Same with Leicester. Regardless if Leicester played on Friday instead of Thursday, I'd still back Leicester just to get something. Maybe it's an agenda again. I have no idea, but... Yeah, in saying that, I'm also confident about Arsenal. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely confident about Arsenal this weekend against West Ham. Um, even at the London Stadium, I think West Ham are fully focused on... Even on, on the beach, like we can play like three a side in like Mall of Africa or something. I think Arsenal have more Brazilian <laughs> players, so they definitely do well on the beach. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, for me, I think Arsenal get the win. In, I'm not saying easy win. Uh, we have young players, we have mistakes in them. I've been saying this. I think Arsenal have mistakes in them. But I think purely based on West Ham diminishing their squad, I mean, we saw Declan Rice sat on the, starts on the bench. Antonio. Antonio, Lanzini, uh, all like f- players who you need to win the fixture as a West Ham side, they all took a, a, a break, an R&R, and they will play 
again in Wednesday, on Wednesday, uh, uh, Thursday rather. Sorry. Um, yes, Moyes is is done an excellent job. I mean, would have thought that West Ham would be challenging for a, a trophy. I think we, I did the preview for the the, mid, the Thursday night fixture. They haven't won um they haven't won a, a European trophy since nineteen uh, six. Anyway, before since we were someone all born, else was like yes. in charge. Of yeah. Um, and I think that they're in an excellent place right now. But the folk, they, they don't have the squad to stretch across two tournaments or two competitions. And purely based on that fact, as well as Arsenal are playing excellently in a good runner form, you beat two rivals within the space of a week. I think they're coming to this game full of like confidence. One and a half. <laughs> and then as well as the, the, the bringing Mohamed Elneny back in has been excellent. I think he's been allowing Xhaka to get into the role that he's been playing the whole season. I think winning that midfield battle against some without Declan Rice, it will be a bit easier. And if we can control the situations in the game in that regard, we get the Arsenal get the win here. Yeah. Sunday again. I'm gonna upset you guys. <laughs> so no. will Tottenham win. Uh, <laughs> when does Donovan get? <laughs> no, on, honestly, I'm I'm a little bit surprised uh, that. Why um, I'm a little bit surprised that y'all are a bit so, that y'all are so confident. I mean, even wanting to play them on the beach, <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, I, I just think, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be as bold as I was, um, uh, like for the Liverpool fixture, and so I can definitely see Newcastle getting something. I think lineup is is key. I somewhat think that David Moyes puts out a much stronger team. I really think he does think because so. he's, you got to look like top seven are the European places. He's got uh, Wolves breeding down their necks in eighth place and they three points, uh, three points behind with the game in, with the, uh, having played uh, a game less uh, than West Ham. So I think that like, you know, the league, they, they still need to secure a high finish. And I just think he might look at Arsenal and think, look, we can, we can get a result uh, against them, especially at the London Stadium. Obviously, you'll have one eye on, on the other uh, European fixture, but I still think that you'll put out a, a stronger team. I think just wait for the lineups. I'll tell our listeners to wait for the lineups to see before uh, taking um, have, uh, before taking a bet on this game. But I, I wouldn't be too confident. I think uh, if I have to call an upset, I'd, be, I'd say a draw. I still think the Tottenham uh, Arsenal game will be the decider though for the foot spot. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> that was <laughs> so much rubbish in two minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I'm so confident. Like, how do you back against this Arsenal team? Like, we're gonna score three. But anyway, that's just me. I remember um, you were confident against Palace. I remember. You're very, yeah, you were very confident. You were buzzing. Is that on no, the court? Yes. I have to agree. At one point, I even tried to bring you down a bit. Yeah, you were saying you're going for third and stuff like that. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, look, yes. I mean, that okay. Sounded like Chad, I agree with you. Maybe the listeners should listen for the lineups first. Uh, we know what Arsenal's lineup is going to be yeah, with the injury and the stuff that we currently have. Yeah, somebody else is back. That's the thing. Like, we think of lineups, and I, I feel like we're stronger than what we were last week. Yes, definitely. Um, that's what I'm saying. Even with the reintroduction with El Nini, it gives Xhaka that role that he's been instructed to by Oteta the whole season. He's playing a little bit more high up the pitch. He's winning the ball a little bit more high up the pitch, and it's, it's allowing the team to stay in that place. Um, and for, for West Ham, 
we saw what they brought against Chelsea um, in terms of the lineup. I don't think that that changes, especially with. I think with they the, get weaker. I think they get weaker, especially Depending with on what they need to overturn and. Stuff. Yes, especially with the us playing in between those two fixtures. Uh, they played Chelsea just before. Um, uh, with the the game in between, it, it really changes everything. And then we also one of the, their back line has been mutilated by mm-hmm. uh, injuries. It's and uh, 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 Kurt Zuma, it's Issa Diop. It's it, now Dawson can't play. Dawson can't could, play yeah. against us as well, so he'll definitely play on both Thursdays. He can't play against us. That backline is is done for. If they do, Declan Rice will probably play in the backline, and then it, it's a bit more free reign for Arsenal to attack them uh, higher up the pitch. Um, so it, when we look at lineups, even before the the listeners might want to see West Ham's tweets. It's Arsenal. I'm saying take your Friday, Saturday multiples into this game. Um, but anyway, that's, again, confidence. David Moyes count your losses. It's, it's one of those fixtures. Uh, gentlemen, that's all we do have time for. Of course, we have touched on the Premier League title race, how great these two teams are, how far away from the rest these two teams are. And Chelsea, with a fully fit squad, will get there next season, according to Chad. Um, as well as the top four race we did touch on. So, gentlemen, as always, it's been such a pleasure. Any last words from you and Chad? Um, well, I just think it uh, should be great game, great game week of football. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Sunday. Some three matches there that are, I think will be very much entertaining. Mm, so, eyes off the title race and on to the top four days for Chad. Look, assuming the same, Josh. assuming the same. Oh, well, there's some big value if Newcastle get a draw. There's some big value uh, if West Ham get a win. You know, Everton win. If Everton yeah, win, I've, I've gone quite bold. This yeah. Um, so I think the punters out there, good luck this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the last what five fixtures of the season yeah. for each team, let's enjoy the football. Until next week, then. Cheers. May the fourth be with you. <laughs>